listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by Chloe Fisher and myself, Elodie Pullen. Join us as we blindly navigate and unpack the raw and often unspoken experiences of womanhood, grief, friendship, and everything in between. Encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful, we've made a promise for ourselves to find our shine and build a life of triumph and joy. Darling Shine is your survival kit to the unexpected shit life throws at you. Chloe's in LA. I'm on the Gold Coast. This is episode four or five. It's our second time recording um, remotely. So we've been fluffing around a lot trying to get this audio good for you. It's actually really upsetting because I wanted to wear a hat in every episode. That was going to be like my dream and also wouldn't mind a little hat spono. (laughs) But because we're remotely, (laughs) I have to wear these um, earphones so I can't really wear like my, my hat. I know I had some pretty earrings on today and you can't see them. Not that oh. you guys can see them anyway, but. <laughs> Fucking first world problems over here. <laughs> um, okay. Fuck. Post my pregnancy it's- announcement, everyone. I definitely just want to say an inc- a massive thank you. I'm so overwhelmed with support and love from everyone. I, I just, I never imagined me announcing being pregnant would be so major. I, I, I just. I always imagined me and Chump would just post on our own little Instagrams going, yeah, we're pregnant and no one would give a shit. Like it would just be like, you know. And, yeah, this has been just the biggest whirlwind. I mean, Chump and I built our home together. Literally our pride, his pride and joy was everything about our home. You know how garden proud he is and like how he's just like (laughs) ever since we moved in, it was just like anything he could do to the house he was doing and, rummy and the garden and the pool and everything he was just so obsessed that he literally snowboarding for him like competitively was just like getting further and further away in his mind and every time he had to leave he was just like I don't want to leave our house and you and rummy like he was so family orientated and of course as everyone knows we were trying for a baby and yeah it's just crazy that um this is now my journey I just want to do all of that still without him I sounds so funny like my purpose now is to just keep the trajectory to trajectory of our life just going in that direction. Like, yeah, he's not here and it's absolutely fucked and it's it's never going to be okay. Um, but I'm just going to do our best to fill our little family home with our family and lots, lots of people. You're going to be the definition of a super mum. And like. a super mum and a super dad in one. Yes, exactly. So many people said to me after his accident, like, oh, so like, you know, you're just going to sell the house and move back to Sydney. Like, you know, the dream's over kind of. Not not like they didn't say that, but it's a valid question, you know. It really is Um, because, like, I'm alone in this massive house with my dog. It's fucking sad. And I think if I didn't have the glimmer of hope of having our family, I'd probably, I'd have, maybe I wouldn't move from the Gold Coast because it's, literally home right it's so home like I'm so I couldn't feel more at home um but yeah if if I didn't have this this life purpose now of having our family I probably would need to like you know just go to a little apartment somewhere it's like ridiculous that all the maintenance and the stuff that I'm just (laughs) solo doing like you know just for one person and one dog um but no, so I'm so overwhelmed with like everyone's well wishes and it was really scary for me. Lots of, I mean, I, I delayed announcing because A, I wasn't showing and I didn't want to look like this crazy widow that 
like was like, I'm pregnant with no bump. And people be like, oh, my God, this fucking crazy widow thinks she's pregnant. This is so awkward. Like, at least I, like, waited until I had a bump, had my 20-week scan, everything was in check, and I felt safe to put it all out there. Um, Hannah's amazing and took those photos too, so shout out to Han. Um, so tell me about going down t- to Chumpy's Lodge. Oh, you down there yes. as well. So, yeah, Chump's parents and I, we went down to open the Alex Chumpy Pullen Lodge at Mount Buller, which is where Chumpy grew up, which was honestly amazing. And, like, the whole time we've been together, I've just never been down to Mansfield, which is where he grew up. So it's kind of like Mansfield's, like, the town, and then Mount Buller's the mountain, which is 40 minutes up the hill. And so Chump grew up snowboarding every day. He literally never went to school, and he's so smart. So that just, like, blows my mind because I would literally have, like, like I'd be deathly ill and my mum had forced me to go to school and I'm still not that, not overly bright and jumpy is so, so smart and never went to school. He just snowboarded. Um, when I met him, I was like, oh, he's probably just like going to be this stoner snowboarder dude and was just like, he's so switched on <laughs> like you and just like, yeah, this competitive um, musician. So, but that. for the lodge, can people oh, go and stay there? What's the go? <laughs> going on a rant. I know about this lodge. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So it was the former. Because I have no idea. <laughs> it, neither do I. So it was a former athlete lodge at Mount Buller <laughs> and now they've changed it from, I think it was called the athlete lodge and it's now changed into like the chumpy lodge. So athletes, it's technically an athlete lodge. They'll all go to stay. They're like upcoming athletes in the board across sport. Oh, sorry. In like all sports across snow sports will yeah. come up and base themselves at that lodge in winter um and like look up to chumpy and kind of like feel the energy in the lodge there's lots of little quotes around competitiveness in like chumpy chumpy quotes around it's like it's very like the energy in it'll be so cute to bring your little bubba down there one day so i'll have to bring my bubba there and get cam and nate to teach the little egg how to snowboard because i sure as hell won't be doing that um who's cam and nate oh sorry cam bolton and Nate Johnson, Chumpy's two best friends, and they're both pro snowboarders as well. So Nate's a half-pipe rider and Cam's a border cross rider. So hopefully um, they can both just take the little shredder down the mountain. Um, yeah, I don't know. The baby gets the boys – hopefully the baby gets the snowboarder jeans. I know. Do you know what I'm really hoping, though? I was talking to Chump's parents about this. I, th- I think you can kind of teach an athlete – like you, you can kind of train and just be a really good snowboarder or surfer. Obviously you do have to have the natural ability, but like when it comes to music, I just hope the kid naturally has that like ability to just pick up an instrument, feel the rhythm, the vibe, like everything that Chump had because he never tried. Yeah, He would see drums, any any instrument, like a ukulele, a guitar, like any kind of musical thing and just have this knack with it without trying. Like it was so effortless. So I just hope our little oh. Baba has that. But um, well, he's got all the gear. The baby's got all the gear. All the gear, and uh, no idea yet. Hopefully. Um, but, but also, one more question for you: Your mum moved out. Oh yes, What's... Mama Bear's gone. So so you're I at think... home by yourself now at the moment. Yeah. How do you feel and, about that? Just me and Rumble. Um. Well, I I've been so busy, and I've just had like a lot on lately. The last, like, she's only been gone like a week and a half, so I kind of haven't noticed yet that she's not in the house. Um, the last few nights I've had some of the girls staying, so I haven't really been alone yet. And then I, of course, was away and came back. So it's kind of been all right at the moment. And, um, I mean, just for like a bit of a widow insight as well, lots of widows 
will say like, how do you, how do you sleep in the same bed as, as you, how do you sleep in your bed when he's gone? And it's a funny one. Um, it just, I mean, cause Chumpy traveled so much. I was always used to being in our space alone. Like even when we lived in Sydney, in our place, we lived there for six years before coming here three years ago. I've always been in our space with all Chumpy's things around me mm. alone because he's he goes away for like a few months at a time. So I'm all, I, like I have just always been kind of independent and I think a lot of a lot of my grief at the moment is like, you know, I know he's gone. I know he's dead but yeah. I don't feel it in so many ways because I'm used to being alone. I'm used to doing things alone. Mm. And, yeah, so it's, it's it's definitely a bit of a different journey to me than some widows I speak to who, you know, they're just they're, – they're with their person all the time and they're, they're not used to being alone. So I, I feel for yeah. them so much. I mean, yeah, it's like, it's like maybe the grief won't – obviously it's hit me but maybe, like, it'll, it'll – hit like in different ways later in years to come um because at the moment I'm still kind of just running on this crazy adrenaline and then pregnancy hormones and I couldn't be more happy to bring little bubba into the the world and like I've got so much energy and love to give and yes I need need it to go somewhere my dog's getting pretty sick of me so I'll just (laughs) give it to the to the new little bubba and just wrap it up and yeah I just can't wait to show bubba the world um do we want to touch on how hilarious the media are? So they, I don't know who slipped it, but the last few weeks, Chloe and I's managers have been getting like all these emails, like from all the news channels being like, oh, we know that Elodie chick's pregnant, like spill the beans. And we've just been like, oh my God, go away. Like, oh no, pregnant what? Yeah, pregnant what? <laughs> yeah, so pretty funny. They yeah. are just absolutely- we kind of We kind of have a few ideas. We've got a few mm. people um, well, let like- us know a few insights. So, or who might have slipped their lips? It's, it's not like I'm loose. private at all. Loose links, lips, 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 sink ships. Oh that's what we're trying to say. Thank <laughs> you. Um, yeah, like even when I'm like with Chump's parents, they're just obviously so excited. So we'll be at a cafe and they'll be like, "Oh, by the way, she's pregnant," and I'll be like, "Oh my god, fucking hell! This is why the news is calling us." And then, like, obviously, never assuming anyone would know who the fuck I was. Funnily enough, this one chick that they did tell was pregnant came up to us after our meal and was like, by the way, I listened to your podcast last night. And I was like, oh, my God, fucking hell, Chris just told you I was pregnant before. I'm just like, (laughs) can you just, like, not tell anyone? (laughs) Because you just, like, I would, you know, I'm not used to being, like, a Chloe Fisher and people know who the fuck I am. Oh, shut up. Um, but oh my gosh, so funny. Josh Louder from school. I absolutely shout out to Josh. You're honestly the best. I fucking love you. Um, but yeah, classic. (laughs) He's like, oh my God. Oh, congratulations. Yay. So by the way, I work for a current affair. Um, and I was like, darling, take a seat. Like haven't so, seen you in ten years, but cool, thanks. Love no, you, Josh. Love you, Josh. I'm pretty sure Elodie went I to mean, the formal with you. Yeah, yeah, we went to year ten formal. So I absolutely love Joshy. But no, it's like everyone I know who has like an in with the media. They're like, "L, oh my god, best thing ever." So, and I'm like, "Fuck off!" No, I'm like, I love you, but like, settle, settle down. To fuck off. Yeah, love you, but fuck off. Uh, but no, so that that last like last week, um. Oh, oh, Dill, I definitely needed my Mamo Miss spray in my fucking face because I was just 
like a stressed mess. And you know how I don't often stress too much. Like I'm glad yeah, you're, you're away. Trying to, you're trying to, to tell me. me. Trying to tell me the other day that you don't stress at all. <laughs> and I'm just I've, the biggest stress head. I'm like, I don't understand how the fuck you don't stress. No, and here you go. You had your serving. There you go, dog. That was gnarly. I've never been like that. So like that, that made my mist spray was getting around my face like nonstop. Like it didn't leave. I literally got mine right here with me. How funny is that? <laughs> of course you do. Revitalize mist. Oh, I might give no. myself a spray. If I was with you, I would smash you all with that in the face. Spray right you through now. the computer. Thank you, darling. Um, but yeah, what an absolute whirlwind. And I have honestly missed you so much, Chloe. I know. I feel like it, me coming over here was like the weirdest, fucking silliest time for me to be here because this was coming out like the week after. And I just, no. I was just saying, Elodie, um, before it's like, it's all very well. We're filming from like LA and from mm. the Gold Coast, but it's just not the same when you can't touch each other. <laughs> I know. So I'm weird. looking at you just and I just want to give you the biggest like, hug and cry. I just want to cry. Oh, man. I know. I know. I feel for you. It's been fucking, oh. No, I it's feel been for tough, you, though, sis. Man, like I, yeah, I mean, look, I'd obviously be lying if, it, like, if I haven't been sad because, like, it, obviously all your pregnancy stuff aside that that just is like the most beautiful miracle and I've it's like my baby basically because I've been on the journey with Elle from the get-go like we've been we were literally doing we were IVF sisters because we were actually our periods we had fully synced up so we were getting our periods at the exact same time and then we're doing IVF we're doing it at the exact same time except Elodie's was successful and mine wasn't um so I mean I've been there from the very get-go so this and like you know, obviously this has obviously come out in the media just now, but I've I've known for twenty three weeks, so it's mm. not like a shock to my system. But I think it's it's been such a whirlwind for me as well. Just like I, I I'm just so happy that and like so incredibly overwhelmed, like what you are with the response that you've got from yeah. it all, because it's just so, such a beautiful thing and. I've been reading all the messages in our inbox and it's just like, wow, the support that you've got from around the world is just like, you know, and even when I've had my IBF story and I've told that on my personal Instagram, it's crazy how, how like amazing people are that you don't even know. And, you know, I, I'm so, I'm so happy that you've been able to feel that, um, love and support and, you know, that you, you know, you're getting carried by all these strangers essentially, you know, um so but yeah it, it's it, it has been shitty for me to be over here and not be able to be with you through this because we've been through everything else together yeah. um and obviously all of our girlfriends are down in sydney well like our friends from school are down in sydney so um we've got lots of beautiful friends up here as on, on the gold coast as well but i like Elodie and i obviously used to seeing each other every single day so to yeah. be apart at this time is it's certainly tough Mm. um but yeah like I look as much as I want you here so badly I I'm so glad in a way that you're away from every single one of our brilliant friends who we love it's like I'm not lying when I say there's like 98% of our friends and like I find it really mm. hard like social media is like super hard for me at the moment because every time I open it up it it is very much yeah it's a well like I I like I've been sitting here and like thinking to myself a lot just like going how, like I just like I'm not actually exaggerated at all when I say there's 16 of my friends are pregnant like that no. I, there's 
there's literally three of them that are not pregnant and I'm I I I it's confusing the fuck out of me at the moment because you know in high school it was that was my thing I was always the one that wanted a baby yeah be like then and um you know I keep in touch with most like 99% of the girls from back home but I can imagine that it'd be really hard for them to have these conversations with me at the moment because mm. every one of them is pregnant so it's it's like it's it's just a really weird time for me and yeah it's a really emotional and I feel yeah I was so excited to come here and be with Paul and be reunited with Paul and that has been amazing and the first week has flown by and you know it was just that adrenaline and Mm. I had all intentions on coming over here and being like yes I'm going to have this time off I'm going to put behind me but I found myself I feel like for the last few days have found myself going down into that little bit of that spiral again where it's all those feelings of like coming back and I feel I like I'm grieving a lot from this recent miscarriage. I mean, it was only like three weeks ago. So I feel like after I had it, it was very much like all of my energy was going into getting over here to be with Paul and I kind of just like swept it under the rug and then obviously we've got Elle's announcement and all this sort of stuff and I feel like now being away from you and then I don't know it's just like there's so much baby stuff in the air that it's I I think that I'm yeah I fucking need a good cry with you but I'm I'm not I'm gonna try not to cry today um but yeah I don't know I I I, I'm still waiting to get all my blood test results back from um, my doctor which I'm sitting at the end of my seat waiting for because I just want some some answers you know um I don't know. I'm I'm like hoping that something's going to come back and be like, oh, this is yeah. the problem. Um, just an answer. So that's I'm. I just want any sort of answer. So I and like most of the people, most people that have written in and said, have you done these tests? Done these tests? Like I've literally pretty much done every test mm. that I could do, except for the chromosome ones, where um, I guess they're called the, the like they're the killer cell immune killer cell ones but I actually physically have to be in Australia because I need it needs to be in mid-cycle and if we haven't found out any answers by the time I get home um which I'll be coming home in October for yeah. the baby um mm. I'm coming all the way home from LA to be there for this little bubba Aww. which I don't I'm not even sure what's going on um with Australia at the moment because it seems like it's hectic like it's locked down yeah. again yeah yeah um I have no idea what's ever uh, happening oh, in Sydney. I um, over over here, it's just pretty normal. Um, mm, but just... yeah, so there's 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 a lot of things that are going through my little mind at the moment, and I feel like I've just like I found myself going into Doctor Google again, <laughs> trying to find some um, answers, but I didn't really get far. It's so much but yeah, emotionally to handle. No, I'm okay. I'm just fucking. Oh, yeah, but I think lots of I'm... people want to know, like fundamentally, you and me the nature of like Chloe and I's relationship was so solid that although I'm pregnant right now and Chloe's unfortunately not pregnant, um, the bottom line is like we have each other's backs. Like Chumpy's dead. I fucking hate that word. It kills me to say that out loud. Chumpy's dead. Chloe's having some serious IVF struggles. Her egg quality is not that, that good. Like she's got so much on as well. The bottom line is I she's so on my journey with me. It's not like I'm here with my husband who's alive. Yeah, like, you better not turn your back when you turn your back on me with your baby. I might yeah. need it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's not people are so like 
you know, and I think it is so interesting. It's not like I'm here with my husband who's alive and I'm pregnant. I'm like, ah, sucked in clay. I'm pregnant. Rah, rah, rah. Obviously, if we were pregnant, no one would give, like, it wouldn't be like this if he was alive. Like, the media would not, like, you know, it wouldn't be the whirlwind that it is. And I would not be, like, at all throwing it in anyone's face. Not that I am. And Chloe, on her journey that she's on, I am literally, of course, right by her side. There's nothing more I want in the world than for you to be pregnant. Like, it, yeah, oh God. it's hectic. And, yeah, like, Ch- Chloe comes to all my appointments with me. I come to all her appointments with her when Fish is away. Um, no matter what we say, yeah. stand in solidarity. So I, I feel uh, like through all this and, you know, I, I think – pretty much since my wedding and like that was one of the best things I think I've ever done is having you up there as one of my bridesmaids <laughs> because ever since then you know we've our friendship and I can't even explain it properly but like has gone just to a complete another level and I can't mm. the support that I've had from Elodie is like support that I I, I you can't even script it like oh. honestly the best friend that I could ever ever have asked for through this journey has been like through thick and thin with me. Um, but yeah, it's, I feel very lucky to have that. And like, like Elle said, it's, we've both got completely different scenarios and situations. And like, I, this, it's just a, it's just a no brainer. Of course I'm, this is my baby too, basically. And there's actually (laughs) no words for the support that I've had for Chloe and what she's done for me. Um, we're going to talk about, how this baby literally would not be possible. The baby inside my belly right now would 100% not be possible without Chloe. Um, she is ev- like, yeah, go go for it, Chloe. Let's talk about the sperm retrieval. Let's talk about, you know, obviously we'll start from Chumpy's passed away. That day is absolutely fucked. I'm sure we will get into the day um, because it is important to relive traumatic situations to voice them and normalize talking about that stuff so I'm not holding on to it but say we'll talk about from Chumpy had passed away none of us had ever heard about sperm retrieval Chloe start from where we are now Okay, so I guess when it happened, we were well, myself and a few of our friends and like Elle's family and stuff were at Elodie's house. Also, Chumpy's parents had come up straight away, so they were there as well. And I believe all of our girlfriends the night that it happened in Sydney got together um, at one of the girls' houses, and I guess they were all like being support for each other and just digesting what had happened. And one of them. Um, brought up this sperm retrieval um post-mortem like sperm retrieval sorry so was it laura that it, yeah i think it was well, laura, laura called it laura called me i think it was discussed as the group at the group someone brought it up in the group but then oh. the next day because laura is like my apart from l laura would be one of my best friends i've been friends with her since i was four years old so laura called me knowing that i was up there with l and said i've been with the girls last night we were discussing this it's called post-mortem sperm retrieval. What do you think? And I just, I literally, I'm not even going to lie here, but I said, no, 
had so heavy. But I was like, no, nah, I just can't do that. Like if you could only see L, like this is just not a time and a place for this sort of stuff. So I, I really did say no. Yeah. At this point he had passed away, was it at 10 o'clock or so, around 10 o'clock in the morning on yeah. the day before? The so this was twenty about 24 hours after that. So you basically legally have 36 hours to retrieve the sperm from the deceased. In Queensland. So all, in Queensland, yeah, it's, Australia. it's different everywhere. So we because, had already like, sorry, um, we we were already like quite far into that, obviously. So we we didn't have much time anyway. I hung up the phone and I I didn't really think much of it. And then I think she called back about an hour later and she's like, "No, Chloe, I need you to ask Elodie this. This is just like not a like this is a no brainer. Just ask her." Okay, so I've gotten. I I was like, I don't fucking know how to ask her this, but anyway, I went and asked her brother Dave, and I said, "This is what the girls are talking about right now. What do you think?" And he then said, "Well, I was thinking the same thing." And and obviously, it's like not just you can't just go and do it. Um, so we did have to eventually ask Elodie. Um, so we asked Elle, and she was just obviously in a state. Um, no vacancy at all in her little brain so she Definitely was just like absolutely absolutely no question like don't even second guess that let's just go so mm. I kind of went home and I had all the girls that then come up and a bunch of them were staying at my house so and I only just moved in I think to my new yeah. our new place up there so like I don't think Paul had even been at the house for a week um, at that point. So it was like Paul and I and like no beds in any of the bedrooms, just like mattresses and stuff like that. So I then myself and Elodie's mum, Karen, started sort of like trying to make a few phone calls and Karen was on to the hospital and they were not being the greatest help. Um, so then I ended up just like literally, Goog- this is before I had even started the IVF situation, so I had fucking no clue. Um, but I ended I up just calling like, I think what? Erica, our lawyer friend, had done a whole so that, bunch of research as yeah. well for us. So she, Erica, er, what where Erica comes in is so basically I found this, call it up five of five or so IBF clinics, and I literally just spoke to the receptionist and I was like, "Hi, my name's Chloe. My best friend's partner's just died yesterday. Um, I just wanted to know, can you guys?" Ret- Trace sperm, like the random thing. I'm pretty sure not one of the receptionists had any idea what I was talking about. Um, and they all pretty much said no because they're like, you don't, we don't have time to do this. Then I finally got onto this one clinic and I spoke to this doctor called Dr. Davidson and he was just like, oh, yeah, look, I've ne- I haven't really done much like this before, but I'm more than happy to do it. I need this document called postmortem sperm retrieval like it was like a court order basically. And that's when I spoke to Erica. I'm like, this is what we need. This is your job. Go and do find that. How do I get that? Because I was like, <laughs> I do not know legal stuff. That's your job, Erica. Go. Yeah. So then Erica started doing all this research on where we could get this. Meanwhile, it was probably like midday. I think we had until like 6 p.m. that night. Um, and the doctor called me and said, look, I'm going to the hospital now. I'll just wait there until we get these documents. And I was like, wow. well, we haven't even gone to court. And so just don't. Anyway, um, I kind of handed all that over to Elle's mum, Karen, and then she started dealing with the doctor. We ended up finding this um, legal law firm on the Gold Coast that specialised in this post-mortem sperm retrieval uh, Yeah, he, he'd done it needed. like a few times before, which is 
so random and coincidental. So thank God. But it was like 3 p.m. at this time oh, on a – luckily it was a weekday because if it yeah. was on a weekend, there was no way that this would have happened. So yes. thanks God that that happened on a weekday. And yeah. he was like, we're going to need like X amount of hours because we need to get in front of um, the courts and stuff like this. But it turns out because Ella, um, Chumpy's parents were there and obviously everyone was completely on board with this, we were able to get affidavits done and all this like legal documentation written up so we didn't actually have to get in front of a court. Um, so then what happened then, Elle? Yeah, I guess in everyone's state, like everyone's just completely in so much shock. Like, and, and I've heard this story like weeks later because I was, you know, there but not there. Um, Mum and Chloe are like completely grieving. Like mum's just lost her son-in-law. Ch- um, Chumpy's parents are up, up here. We're trying to sign things but like not knowing what's going on, just knowing that if there's a chance we can get Chumpy's sperm and like if there's a, ch- a miracle that we could have his baby later on down the track, we have to do this right now. Um, it wasn't even a question. Everyone knew we were trying. So, like, yeah, Chump's parents every month were like, are you pregnant yet? Are you pregnant yet? Are you pregnant yet? So it wasn't like a, oh, my God, you're really going to do that? Like, it was like 100% fucking go for it. Stop it. Like, it's not even a question. So, yeah, yeah the lawyers were like, oh, he, I, he must have done a week's worth of work in like two hours or something. He, I, he hustled. He's amazing. And it was like definitely out of hours by that point. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> like, we're so, yeah, so fortunate to have this opportunity. Um, and yeah, like you said, if Trump's accident had have happened on a Friday and therefore the next day that we would have needed to put this all in place would have been a Saturday. What doctors are just in their office answering the bloody phone on a Saturday? Like yeah, Dr. No. Davidson, literally Chloe was able to get him on the actual phone, which is so rare for a receptionist to pass through to a doctor. Do you know what I mean? And he's I think so... that they just heard in my voice the like, yeah, the, I, I was obviously not in a good the place trauma. at all. I think that they just heard my voice and like, fuck, someone needs to help this chick like right now. Yeah. I feel like Chumpy was pulling some strings from up there and just making this all happen for sure because it was like, it time. did fall into place, in, literally. In such crucial timing, it was all, yeah, it just all kind of aligned. So, yeah, and then the all the legal stuff had been sorted, thank goodness we got that out of the way. And then Dr. Davidson, who is my IVF guy who actually, yeah, I went through my first round with him. That didn't take, so the first round didn't work. And then I'm so honestly so, so, so lucky and grateful that my second round did work. Um it's honestly a miracle that that worked because I know, I, as we all know, IVF is not not a fucking walk in the park. That guy Absolutely. that put this baby in is Dr. Davidson. So he's the one that retrieved the sperm and he's the one that's seen me through to my pregnancy. So he is honestly amazing. I literally like, I just, I owe everything to you and mum and him and Chumpy. So um, it's crazy that that all worked out. My main reason for, and my main reason for also like going on the news, you know, is to spread awareness about sperm retrieval. No one knows you can do, like so many people don't know. And, you know, yeah. I I still think, and I, I've said this to a few people, I just think the, the, the policemen, the police officers and the ambulance officers and stuff on the day, like I think it should have almost been something that they should have said to us that day. Like your soulmates died. I was there a mess. They were asking me, what did you guys do this morning? How's your relationship? Ra rah, rah, like, you know, asking questions like that. And I was explaining how we had the perfectest life in the world. We were trying for a baby. Like nothing could have been better in our life. 
I will I I think that they should have the knowledge to say oh my God, you were trying for a baby ball. Do you know if you act really crucially in the next 24 hours, 36 hours, whatever it is, you can actually retrieve his sperm. Like I think that would have been really important knowledge because it's by chance. Yeah. I think it was Maddie Ossington, Laura found, and, and Laura found out and like everyone was talking about it. It's and honestly something like we were down to the, the last minute. Yeah. Like honestly, oh. I'm pretty sure Dr. Dr. Davison was sitting outside the room waiting, mm. looking at his watch, waiting for that document. Mm that yep. legal document to come through to be like, yep, you could do it. Yeah. So it's crazy. Honestly, it's crazy so to scary. think that it even was able to happen. And I think like depending on the nature of the accident, sperm stays alive in a human body. And I've said this, I think in the last podcast for like seven days or even more. So, and it depends on the country and the state that you're in and the legislations, but luckily in Queensland, it was 36 hours, which actually is a fucking short window. So we got in, um, I just like, I think about those events all the time and how how incredibly lucky I am. Like, it's just this is my life purpose now. Like, this is, you know. I know. My so little chunk. I am actually kind of, like, a bit annoyed that it's going so fast, though, because, like, what are we in? We're in July now, July, August. Like, we've got four months and it's, it's here. Actually, I'm well over it's, a, it's going to arrive. And um, lots of people actually wrote in and said, how many sperms did you get? <laughs> I literally could Millions. have a village of chumpies. We got like a really healthy sperm sample of chump and they were all like I'm like imagining these little mini athlete sperms just running around like little chumpy sperms everywhere. Yeah. Because you said they were about, all wriggling so, and they were all really good. So I could have a lot of chumpies, but I've I'm, got a I've got a question for you. So you know you can do like you can donate your eggs. Would you one day donate chumpy sperm? To people that yeah. don't have that, yeah, have, have that. I mean, yeah, have, hmm. I mean, like, I do have a lot of chumpy sperms, and like, I'm probably, I, I'm so happy with just the one. Who knows what I'll think in two, three years? Um, Something to I ponder. Mean, lots of people, yeah. I mean, I could sell those sperms off, doll. Makes <laughs> 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 a little chumpies running around. No, honestly, if if like if a friend or someone needed like. I, you know, I think I, I think I would. I don't know. It would be a chat I would need to have, obviously, with Chump's parents. I'm not just going to go yeah. handing out the bloody yeah, sperm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Um, but I actually you know, don't even know legally if you could know now. That I, I think actually have it. no idea. You know what? Prob, prob, who knows? But I don't. I don't think there's a shortage of sperm donors. I think <laughs> no, there's heaps when, of dudes when, out there that. When men do sperm collections, like because Paul obviously has done it, it's like completely different to girls. They get fucking millions. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. so many. Whereas we get out like an that, egg at yeah, a time. Yeah, if that. Yeah. If, if um, I also have another thing that I want to bring up and everyone has just been asking this and we haven't answered it yet, but tell me about your new last name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, okay, so this is major. So, oh, yeah, I obviously in light of Bubba Chump, and I'd love, I want to have the same last name as my baby. I have changed my last name to Pullen. Um, Chump and I were literally married in every single possible way. We had, we had everything was shared since the, since the day we moved in together eight years ago, we merged every, like, I mean, he was all like, let's put our bank accounts together. And I was like, well, this kind of sucks for you. Cause I don't have much money. You're like, but all right, let's, let's merge. <laughs> Yay. You know, like everything for him was always let we're, a t- we're solid. Let's like, we're together. And yeah, of course we've, we've got investment properties and we've got some stuff. We've got heaps of legal things together. Um, I, 
But I don't think no matter know. what I no matter what I could do in my life, I couldn't convince Elodie to ever get married. So that was just yeah. not on the uh, not like, she just wasn't a married hmm. person, wedding person. Yeah, I mean. like definitely. And it's funny because I think people would see me from the outside and be like, oh, like she does photo shoots and she does some modeling and like, you know, loves a little dress up. But like, I can't even organize myself a bloody birthday party. I, I <laughs> like, and you're going to think it's weird because like, yeah, I was just on the news and shit, but I actually don't, I, I can't deal with attention like that. I honestly, imagine me trying to choose between my friends for bloody bridesmaids, like, and do all that jazz where I'm trying on dresses in front of you guys and like that that no I would never be able to organize a wedding and I wouldn't it's just not for me it's never been for me funnily enough chump doesn't give a shit either about that stuff um so it wasn't it wasn't like of course we talked you about were how, married basically yeah we were married and of course we talked about how we were going to be together forever and have all these kids and yeah trying for a family like we were always like oh obviously we'll go in like a lope or you know we'll have the same last name we'll get like we'll legally do that stuff but we like couldn't be it's not on it we don't care we literally don't care it's not like a must do like it it obviously means like people that people obviously know and I hate it if I'm breaking some weird news to anyone marriage doesn't mean shit half our friends are (laughs) fucking divorced it's literally a piece of paper I reckon I've got heaps more pieces of paper than heaps of our married fucking friends that legally tie us together and um you know, if you're heaps religious and like you can't have sex before marriage or something, it's fucking worth it to get married for that purpose. But we don't like, God, don't be stupid. This is honestly, yeah, I could talk about that shit for ages because like when people ask, but you guys weren't married, it's like, mate, I'm telling you, probably a hundred times more married than you are. Like, no, not not you, but like as in I'm talking to these people that are asking, I'm like, darling, like if you know me and Trump, we're fucking married. Um, so oh my god that settles that let's go back to the name change for a minute because it's honestly the biggest lol and I hope my mum listens to this she is the cutest person in the world so she was like oh doll because my mum's like Greek and she was like oh my god while you're changing your names while you're at it doll why don't you add in some Greek heritage like can you chuck in another middle name why why don't and she's throwing all these names you're kidding no, She's oh like, my God, why don't you do it at birth? Yeah, yeah, mate, you missed the boat Can when I, I was born. Now? <laughs> no, she was like, she was throwing out all these names. She's like, you could add in Olympia, you could add in Athena. And I was like, darling, this is not the purpose of the name change. Chumpy's gone. I'm putting Pullen on my last name to match with the baby. I'm not just going to. Oh, I my love, God, I can't. I love my Greek heritage, but, like, it's Maybe not the time. Maybe you can call the baby Olympia. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it! Is I that, actually think that's quite cute. I actually, you know, those are beautiful Greek names, names. But like, sorry, mum, take a seat, cause it's not going to happen. Um, it's so funny. Like, I was literally on the train. <laughs> I was in Sydney coming back from the like the service Australia birth, death, and marriage, whatever the hell I had to go to to do all this shit to change my name legally. And after I call her, I'm like, oh, my God, yay, mum. Like, I, I'm officially, legally, like, I've changed my name essentially. It's got to go through, like, some stuff now and I get, get like, a new birth certificate and everything in the mail. Um, so I haven't received that yet. But, like, it's legally changed, you know. I'll wait to celebrate that with I you. Know, we'll have to have a little, a little bit party. of a cheers. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so on the train back, yes. I was like, oh, my God, mum. So, like, I've just changed my name to Pullen. And she was like, oh, and did you add the um, 
the, you know, and I was like, oh, are you fucking still harping on about this? Like, I. Oh, like, my God. Wow. She, that, she I want to know wouldn't... why she just didn't do that when you were born. Yeah, yeah. She missed That's the hilarious. boat there. She's That's not, so funny. She, yeah. Nah. Sorry, mum. What, what is your, well, what, what, is your, what is your middle name? I know you'd like to share that with us. Oh, no, I don't have a middle name, Dullings. My name is, it's very simple now. It's Elodie Pullen. Two words, very simple. There's no Elodie Athena Pullen. There's no Elodie Olympia Pullen. As stunning as, like, I mean, that they're beautiful, but it's just Elodie Pullen, everyone. So welcome to the world, Elodie Pullen. And then Bubba Chump's going to be Bubba Chump Pullen, whatever its name is going to be. And EP, lots, good initials. EP. Yes, and lots of people also have been wondering if Chump and I had um, – names together and like I mean I think like every single oh my god you're not going to share any names right now don't share them oh far out I was gonna say I can't kick you under the table right now (laughs) (laughs) no but like of course yeah I mean we were trying for a baby for ages so we had a shit ton of names like in our little notepad thing together but um yes I'll be had more names than Elodie I'm pretty sure yeah, Trump had heaps of names he would think of. I don't think Paul's ever put pen to paper about a name (laughs) (laughs) little fish um oh. but yeah so oh chloe chloe's gonna be at my birth for sure yes oh yes yes so well, obviously. i'm gonna have mum the doula and chloe so i am gonna go with a doula and chloe I'm and so me have both met this lady it'll be my first ever b- birth yeah wow. like to view birth viewing is that yeah. what you do <laughs> And maybe, like, I mean, you know, I don't really care what happens in that there. Is, I'm so pumped for that. We can, I think that I'm just excited about, like, the emotions in that room are going to be so fucking intense. Yeah. Um, it's going to be one of the most beautiful things I think I've ever get to experience, have the privilege of experiencing my whole life. Mm. It's more exciting than my own birth. Mm. I'm actually excited about the birth. Like, I... I'm not one bit of fra- – like, I mean, I'm so naive saying this. Lots of people who have given birth listening are probably going, oh, you have no idea what you're in for. And, of course, I have no idea what I'm in for. I literally have no idea. I've never done it. Um, but, yeah, I think I – like, I don't have a plan. And even if I did have a plan, I'd rip that plan up and chuck it in the bin because, like, I'm aware that nothing really goes to fucking plan. But, um, yeah, so I've got my doula because I thought my doula is, like, a spiritual healer and she – has connected a lot to Chumpy. She's connected heaps to Chloe too in an, in other, like you've had personal journeys with baby spirits that she's connected mm-hmm. to as well. Um, but she connected really strongly to Chumpy. And um, Apparently I've got a little girl hanging around. Yeah, I so feel that. Um, so, yeah, this lady is amazing. She lives really close to me and Chloe and so she's going to be in my birth. And um, I'm also going to be doing my, two of my really amazing friends, Maddie and Jordy, gifted me hypnobirthing as well. So I'm going to be going and doing that too. And yeah, I've got no, no part of me thinks that I'm going to be meditating or sleeping my way through this birth. So don't think I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go in oh and see God, what happens. I cannot wait to both the post-birth stories are going to be unreal. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be funny. So anyway. I can hop in the bath with you if you like. Oh, jump in, though. You can cuddle <laughs> me from behind, be my chumpy. Oh my gosh, can oh Rummy come? I don't think so. I don't me. think so. Rummy can wait in the wait at home. It absolutely but, kills yeah. me. Uh, yeah, no, no, part, it's like, fine. I can I can act as Rummy. Do you know what an absolute dream would be? And like, yeah, clearly is going to happen. Birth. I was going to say, imagine if we had the birth in like Chumpy's studio. It's got all the doctors and whatever there. But I'm going pub. Like I'm just you know 
I'm not going all private and stuff, so I don't have – I'm not just, just like, hey, doctors, come to my house, put a bath there, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyways. Nothing against – nothing. not that I've got anything against home birth. I'd just feel more safe mm. if I had her, Elodie, in a hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah honestly, whatever. I'm just – yeah, let's just, let's just get it out there safely. Little Bubba Chump. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't wait. Um, so also next week is a massive week and I'm also absolutely fucking gutted mm. that I'm not there. Um, so it's Chumpy's one-year anniversary on July 8, which is going to be next Thursday. So we'll have an episode that will come out that morning. Um, yeah, I don't. it's going to be yeah. a very intense and emotional um, mm. day for us all. Um, but we're doing, Elle, do you want to talk everyone through yeah. the yeah, so sh- Shred for Chump? Shred for Chumpy Day is happening on July 8th because that'll be the one-year mark since Chump passed away, which absolutely blows my mind. So if you're a snowboarder and you're going to be out the snow, on every mountain in Australia, Turn and Burn has set up a uh, like a Shred for Chumpy Day. So there'll be like a meeting point and you guys can all go and shred together and oh God, just so honour Chump, you know, just get out there and just go nuts and shred for chump basically. So if you go on Turn and Burns Instagram, message Teeny or just look at the details, I think he's posted them. So, yeah, if you're at the snow, go and do that. But if you're not at the snow, get creative. Pick up a guitar. If you're if you're into music, belt out some songs, go for a surf, go for a skate, go for a motorbike ride. Chumpy loved his, heart, his motorbikes. Um, just do anything that gets you out maybe in nature. Go scream underwater. Go and scream fuck really loudly underwater like I do. That's what I'm 100% <laughs> going to be doing. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, go for a surf, dive, fish, whatever you want to do. Gonna, just get out there and be active, gonna, like, you know, get creative. Get and in the ocean over here in LA. I'll get our little crew together. I would love we'll it if do- you went for a surf over there. That would just I will. Little- I will. I will for you. <gasps> I don't you- really surf, but I'll do it. I can't wait to see you surf. <laughs> yeah, I'll be ripping. Oh, <laughs> Me and my yeah, bomb. You, you, no, you how am I going to paddle anyway. with it? I, I think I'll do like paddling on my knees. Anyway, don't worry, yeah. guys. I'll make sure it's all safe, whatever I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure I've seen people pregnant, full pregnant surfing. Yeah, so that's people fine. surf at like 38 weeks, but, yeah, they're like yeah. pros. But, um. So, yeah, I mean, look, the eighth is, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping Chump's parents can come up and we can all be together for the eighth and his sister already definitely can't come up, which is so sad because she's in Wollongong and so there's like the COVID thing with Sydney at the moment. So that's really sad. I'm going to really miss M that day, but hopefully Chump's parents can still come up. We're working on it, so we're just going to see what what the restrictions are doing. but, yeah, to be honest, just getting out there that day, just being together, just talking about Chump that day, honouring him. Like, I'm like, I mean, we do this every day, but just being together really is going to be important for us. Um, it's a funny thing because, like, every month on the 8th, people are always like, how are you going today? And, like, I might be really depressed on the 4th or the 12th. Like, do you know, it's, it's, like, it's like when it's your birthday. People are like, happy birthday, how are you feeling? Are you feeling 30? Are you feeling 29? It's like, well, it's fucking just really another day. Like the, mm. the date doesn't depict my emotions. I, I go through so many emotions on, on any given day. Um, but, I, but obviously the year mark I think will be major because, um, yeah, like we're actually doing like a shred for chumpy day um, and 
people are getting around the fact and it's going to be like more more big than just any old than the other milestones that we go through each month Mm. but um I'm actually if I'm honest I'm more nervous for the seventh because the seventh was like that was our last day together essentially like we went to bed together that night and it's just going to be so weird that on the 7th of July 2021 will be like a year ago we were literally together like going to sleep together like cuddling like it's just so weird that you 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 just don't know what you're gonna wake up like in the morning um like it's like actually crazy yeah to to think if on the 7th someone said tomorrow chump's gonna leave the house and never come back like imagine oh Britt can you give her a cuddle please I'm fine but like isn't that just crazy like I think the seventh is gonna be harder and like yesterday um Chump's sister um posted on her Instagram and was just like this this day last year was the last conversation I had with Chump on the phone and like she had this beautiful chat with him that would Chump and she like explained it it's so beautiful and she was talking about how happy Chump was and how he was saying like we're still trying for a baby not there yet like um and just how happy he was and he was diving heaps catching heaps of fish and like yeah she just said he he couldn't have been happier but it's simultaneously like the saddest thing he's dying at the happiest point in his entire life um yeah you know like life couldn't be getting better and it's like about to end and you don't know and she was just like (laughs) She said she remembers the call ending and him being like, love you, sis. Like she can still hear that in her head. And yesterday was the last time a year ago that she spoke to him. My heart just fucking broke reading that. Oh, my God, I love her so much. Um, But, yeah, so like do you remember on the 7th you guys came over, Trump had caught fish that day. We had our famous fish tacos. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Like It was like, imagine, the, yeah, because Paul, Paul – we had just gotten home and mm. I still look at photos and like I was just looking at photos before we got in this call and I'm just like, you're just like, you're staring at this photo and you're like, the fuck? Like why, how, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm getting, I'm going to cry. Actually just, yeah, so I'm, you know, next week's going to be a fucking whirlwind. Um, yeah. There may also be this yoga studio on 19th Avenue, which is where Chumpy's Reef is, where he had his accident. The yoga studio, I think, is called Free Living. And Ash from there was going to do like a yoga class, I think, on the 11th of July, which is the Sunday after. And it's like a yoga class. Sorry for the sorry for all the sniffles. Um, to like honor Chump just one year, listening, listen to his music. Oh, that'd um, be so nice. I, I wonder if you can zoom me in. Yeah, that'd be so cute. Um, and yes, yeah, so I'm going to get a lot of people there. We're going to raise money as well. So, like, if you come, a bit of a charity thing, chuck in however much you want. And it's going to go to a charity that Chump would have chosen. So, I think I've chosen a charity called Treading Lightly, which is down down the south started down the south coast of australia and they're all about the bushfires they're all about water uh ocean conservation like protecting the whales and the 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 water the ocean and like pollution and everything so hopefully that all goes ahead um i'm just talking to the lady that owns free living at the moment so yeah i'll let everyone know about that but it's gonna be a big week um and i just can't thank everyone honestly from for the ongoing support like 
it, yeah, it, it's, there's honestly no words. And I just, I, I truly, as much as I don't reply to a lot of the things that come in, and it's like Chloe with her IVF, you physically just can't get back to everyone. And everyone's sh- everyone shares with with you like their own IVF stories and how how they've had success. And people share with me like their widow stories or they they've raised a baby alone with a sperm donor or something like that. And we do read them all, and they are also amazing. Um, and I definitely don't feel alone in my journey. Um, and I hope you don't either, Chloe. Like. We've got so, yeah, no. so much support around us and we cannot thank everyone enough. And, like, those yeah. are just not empty words. I just want everyone to know, like, it's not just, like, thank you, see you next week. I, truly, from the bottom of my heart, I, I feel the love from everyone and, yeah. I love you. I love you, sis. I miss you. Come back. And yeah, no, I miss you too. No. All well, right, everyone. That, I guess closes out that episode, and I hope you all learned something. Um, because yeah, like Elle said, and like with, with my IVF journey and her journey with this um, sperm retrieval, it's all just about raising awareness, and that's kind of just what this is the whole point of us doing this podcast. Yeah. It's not to get sympathy. It's not to get, you know, mm. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just it's purely here just to create a platform where we can share our knowledge and experiences to try and help someone else one day. Yeah, that's that's the thing as well. I think when we started this podcast, of course we did not think we were going to just be jumping on here talking about our own lives. Like I I truly I I mean, obviously it's only the fifth episode or you know, we've only done a few, but the last thing we thought was we were just going to get on and start rambling about us. We have plans to get on guests and talk about really topical things that people don't talk about that are going to really help open conversations for people to normalize these kinds of heavy conversations so other people can feel heard. Um, and we are a hundred percent going to get there. And I think in explaining our own stories, so you guys can get to know us, we are essentially doing that um, right now, but it is very like me, 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 like us, 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 you know, at the moment. And I do feel funny about it. Um, however, I guess, I guess we didn't realize what was about to happen to you a few weeks ago. Chloe was going to be so major yeah, it was literally, I think, next, in two weeks, I was going to announce my pregnancy to you guys. Yeah, exactly. So, so wild. Oh. Um, so, and yeah, there's been plot twists yeah. left, right and centre for us as well. Yeah, we so love we're a good kind of navig- fucking plot we're trying twist. To navigate, we? We're trying to navigate these episodes mm. every day ourselves because things are constantly changing and yeah. just never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, that's the thing. We're literally telling you guys live as things are happening in our life, basically. And obviously, it's like it would be weird if we were just on our Instagram sharing it, but on here not. So, although although it's very like this is what's happening to us, um, this actually is what's <laughs> happening to us, and we're just sharing it as we go, so we can just be so transparent and honest um, on our podcast. But we will be getting to so many other episodes once you guys know us really well and know what's happening in our in our lives um to the points where we start to literally get really pivotal people on and talk about those really in-depth conversations around grief i've grief ivf widowhood um, fertility and everything in between well thank you guys so much (laughs) for listening to this episode What yeah. are you laughing at? Oh, just because I just like, how <laughs> how much do I struggle to wrap up? Like, have I just repeated myself a hundred <laughs> times, honestly? Um, yeah, thank no, you. you're good. You're good. But I know we do say if you've got any questions, send it to us. We haven't responded to any. Yeah, look, if you've got any questions, don't just send <laughs> um, them to us. But 
If you have any questions, can you email us? Because Instagram is super overwhelming and there's, it's just too much. Mm, if you've yeah. got any like questions that you really need us to answer, email us at hello at darlingshine.com. You better get answers from us from there. Yeah. Um, or send questions but, in if we do question boxes on our stories. Yeah. Because that's way yeah, easier as well. We are excited to speak to you next week on Chumpy's anniversary episode. Bye.